listening to Black Girls Blade, a podcast dedicated to Black women in the permanent makeup industry who's ready to level up in business, unlock the keys to success, and grow your empire. Every other week, we will talk about education, business strategies, product recommendations, and artist interviews. I'm your host, Keisha Taylor. Now let's get started. On today's episode of Black Girls Play, we are talking to Christian Lada. Christian is a licensed CPA specializing in bookkeeping and strategic business consulting, and her niche is women in the beauty industry. It's great to have a CPA on our show as we end quarter four. So let's welcome Christian to the show. Hi, Christian. Welcome to Black Girls Blade. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello. So happy to be here with you, Keisha. I am a CPA and I market towards beauty and fashion professionals. And I just want to help other beautiful women in these industries become financially successful in their businesses by offering them accounting services. Okay, great. Well, you know, accounting is something that a lot of us don't like to talk about. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So can you explain to our listeners what a CPA is? Yes. So CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant, and they are accountants that have a state license, which gives them an additional level of expertise to do your accounting because they are required to complete 40 hours on average per year of continuing education. So they're making sure their skills stay sharp. Okay, so why do we need a CPA in our businesses? It's important to have a CPA in your business because you want to have a professional accounting system set up and you usually need a bookkeeper or a CPA to do that for you. The CPAs also give you some additional insight that perhaps a bookkeeper cannot. They interpret your business's financial information which allows you to grow your business and save costs. So those are some of the main reasons. In addition to tax preparation, so you'll need a CPA to prepare your taxes as well. It's really crucial for making sure that your business is successful and on a growth trajectory. Okay, so we go to CPAs to, you know, do our taxes and file our taxes, What do we need a bookkeeper for? Like, can you tell us the services of a bookkeeper? Because I know a lot of people are confused. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's often confusing because sometimes it might seem like they do the same thing. So the main difference is that your bookkeepers, they track your income and your expenses for your business. Beyond that, the responsibility isn't much more. With your CPA, though, they can do your bookkeeping, but they can also provide additional services like tax preparation, consulting as if they're a CFO for you, and also have some in-depth business analysis to actually help you be a little bit more strategic in your business. Okay. So what software do you recommend? Like most of my listeners, they're beautypreneurs or solopreneurs, and they're out here on their own. What software can you recommend for them to help them with their expenses so that, you know, when they do get a CPA or they do go for a bookkeeper, they have their affairs in order? 
I definitely would recommend Intuit QuickBooks. That is the most widely used small business software in the United States. I'm not sure about places outside the United States, so you might have to do some research there, but it is very user-friendly. It simplifies your complex accounting processes into very easy-to-follow steps, and they also have a specific version for self-employed individuals called QuickBooks Self-Employed, and that is an affordable software for your independent contractors or your freelancers. And although this QuickBooks can be used by anyone, it's always recommended that you work with a CPA or a QuickBooks certified bookkeeper to make sure that your books are always in order and that you don't have any issues there. Okay. All right. That's great. I have QuickBooks. I love it. Um, right? <laughs> but I know so when I, easy. Yes. But when I first started using it, you got to get those categories and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I have a CPA because, you know, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Although it is very user friendly and they do have some free training to help you get used to the software. It is a bit of a headache for someone who's not educated in accounting because it might be overwhelming, like you said, not knowing what category to put things in. So it's always good to just team up with someone a bookkeeper or a CPA to just do take all the headache out of it for you. And that way you can just focus on providing your microblading services to your clients. Okay, so we're in fourth quarter. So we're at the end of the year. What advice can you give like our beautypreneurs, like how to get prepped for tax season for next year? In order to get prepped for taxes, Honestly, the best way to be prepped for your end is to do good bookkeeping throughout the year. The more organized you are and recording your receipts and your payments for your clients throughout the year, the easier your tax preparation will be. Another big tip is making quarterly tax payments. So as self-employed individuals, it's important to make these quarterly payments because you have to remember that No one is withholding these taxes for you as if they would if you were employed by a company. So you want to make sure that you're making those payments quarterly and then a CPA could help you calculate that and help you know when to make those payments. Otherwise, at the end of the year, you'll have a huge tax liability and you may not know how much to expect to pay. And you definitely want to put that in your budget. So it's good to start at the beginning of the year and start making these quarterly tax payments. However, if you have not done that yet, don't worry. Um, People are at all different stages in their business. You can still hire a CPA and they will help you compile your information to make sure that you're on track for your 2020 taxes. That's great information because a lot of people don't know that I was one of them people, like when I first got started, I didn't know to do the quarterly payments. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the year, like I had owed like over $20,000 because I didn't know. (laughs) But I know now. I know now. (laughs) Yeah. And see, now that that you know that, I'm sure making the quarterly tax payments is a huge help to you, right? Oh, definitely. Like I barely, you know, have to pay anything because I'm making those quarterly tax payments. So Mm -hmm. when it is time for tax time, you know, and plus with QuickBooks, they always, you know, give you like an estimated amount that you can pay, which is a plus always. Yes. And they even have, which depending on which program you choose for QuickBooks, you can even um, 
it'll help you directly file your taxes and you can even work with a tax professional along inside of QuickBooks as well. So definitely recommend using QuickBooks. It's just very easy and straightforward. Yes, I definitely recommend that. So can you tell our listeners, and this might sound like a weird question, but what is taxable income? Because a lot of people don't understand like what's taxable income. Can you explain that to us? Yes. Simply put, taxable income is the income after your deductible expenses. And that could be things such as supplies, mileage, your home office expenses, anything like that, your microblading materials. And it is the amount that is used to calculate how much tax you owe. So it's just those that income after those expenses. Okay. Now, a lot of new business owners, and they always act like a lot of my students ask me this question, but I don't give accounting advice. So what's the difference? Like, as a new artist or a new beautypreneur, what's the difference between a sole proprietorship, an LLC, and a corporation? And what do you recommend for starters? Okay. So in terms of accounting advice in regards to that, um, sole proprietorships and LLCs are taxed the same, while a corporation taxation is more complex. Now, just like you, I can't give legal advice um, regarding which entity is the best because it really depends on each individual's business and their objectives. Um, However, the most common business structure that I've seen is an LLC, which is a limited liability company, because it gives you some liability protections. What I would recommend is maybe consulting with a business attorney. They have the very specific knowledge regarding the different business entities. And now with technology, you can often hire a business attorney for a short period of time or a small fee just to get some general business advice. And actually, the one that I use is called Activated Law. And I was able to kind of come to that decision through talking to a business attorney on that website. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for giving my listeners that information. Now, I know a lot of people don't know this, but sole proprietors, they get taxed quite a bit. Yeah. So the thing with sole proprietors are it is not a separate legal entity. So you're just going to be taxed as an individual through your regular individual tax return. Okay. So that's one one piece of advice I can let them know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, should business owners be doing their own taxes? Should they be logging into TurboTax or Tax Cut and doing their own taxes? Now, that's a tricky question. Although you can do it on your own, um, if you're going to be starting your own business, I highly recommend working with a CPA or other tax professional because you want to make sure that you have these taxes done correctly from the start to avoid any headaches down the line. Also, by hiring a tax professional, although I'm sure some people might think, oh, it's too expensive or I don't have money for that, um, it's very common And most of the time, the amount of tax savings that that CPA can save you far outweigh the cost to hire them. So 
you kind of should look at it from that perspective versus like, oh, it seems a little expensive, but how much more expensive will it be later on if the IRS hits you with a tax bill because you missed something trying to file it on your own? Okay. So what exactly is self-employment tax? Your self-employment tax, that will include your Medicare and Social Security. So those are the taxes that you traditionally pay that come out of your paycheck if you're employed by a company. But since you're employing yourself, now you have to pay those taxes. So that's what's included in that. And that is due when an individual has net earnings of $400 or more in your self-employment income during the year. So like for your listeners, for microbladers, as soon as you hit that $400 threshold, you're going to start having to pay that self-employment tax, which is where putting that money aside for your quarterly payments comes into play. That's can be a complex calculation. So that's where you would want to have a CPA alongside with you to start calculating that to make sure that you're putting it in your business budget and paying it little by little over the year so that you don't have that big surprise bill like you said you had to experience just by trial and error when you started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I learned real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I learned real quick. So I always recommend the CPA or bookkeeper or somebody from the beginning mm-hmm. and not trying to just go out there. And I know a lot of beauty professionals that's operating on their own. They take a lot of cash payments and you can get really tripped up from that as well. Yeah. And it is very tempting when you are starting and you know, you're haven't gotten your regular clients coming in yet or your regular payments coming in yet. It's very tempting to try to cut corners in some places and do things yourself. But one of those areas is definitely not accounting because you can get, like you said, tripped up really quickly and get behind and get disorganized. And it'll just make things run more smoothly for you to not have to worry about your business finances and just have someone taking care of that for you to make sure everything's in order. And on top of that, you will be able to see how much money is coming in each month and be able to start to make plans to try to reach other financial goals if you're wanting to increase your client count or your rate or anything like that. Having an accountant really will help you grow your business at a much more accelerated rate if you're uh, working with them versus just trying to do it on your own. Okay, thank you for that. I don't really know, you know, if this is your scope of services, but should beauty professionals be charging sales tax on services? Well, that's another tricky question. (laughs) It depends (laughs) on your state. So each state has different tax regulations. And in many cases, sales tax does not apply to services, but there are some exceptions. So this is another area where you would want to speak to your CPA or tax professional and find out if any services are subject to sales tax in your state. Okay. All right. That's great information. So what are three things that you recommend beauty business owners have in order when it comes to taxes? The main thing I think, which some of we touched on already, um, it just make sure you're consulting with the CPA regarding the calculation of your quarterly tax payments. Um, That's probably the most impactful part of your taxation as a self-employed individual, and it can be costly if you wait to the last minute. So 
I would definitely say that's number one. Number two is to keep your year-round bookkeeping organized. The more routine and thorough you are with recording your weekly payments received and reviewing your financials every month, the easier it will be at the year end because you won't be scrambling around, trying to find receipts, trying to remember what happened in January when it's December. It's better just to have that all squared away and kind of gradually be maintaining your documents so that when tax time comes around, you're not stressed. You just know where everything is and you're ready to go. The third thing I would say is to try to keep a record of your deductible expenses. There are many business expenses that as new business owners, we may not be aware of that you can deduct on your tax return. So some of those things are business meals and entertainment, which I'm not sure in microblading if this is a common thing, but sometimes you might take a client out to eat or something like that. So you can deduct that or If a client gives you a gift because they just love their microbladed eyebrows, um, you can actually deduct that. Um, Any marketing expenses you might have that you're using Instagram or website or anything that's marketing related, that can be deducted. Any equipment or off off supplies that you use maybe in your microblading studio. Any phone charges, internet charges, um, mileage if you're traveling to your clients. And any continuing education, because I'm sure as a microblading professional, trends change or you're always needing to keep your skills sharp, that also can be deducted. And if you ever have any type of business travel, you can deduct that as well. And those aren't all of the things that can be deducted, but just a select few that some people don't know that can actually save them money in their business. So it's good to have those things and be kind of aware of that so that when your accountant comes at the end of the year and they ask you about all your business expenses, you can have those ready to go so you can save your business some money. Yes. You guys hear that? Get your stuff together so that you can (laughs) save your businesses money and start that growth potential early on at the beginning. Christian, okay, so you have services that you offer. Yes. (laughs) You have bookkeeping, consulting, and uh, financial services. Can you tell our listeners what that is and how can they find out more about you and your services? Yes. So I do have some bookkeeping services and that will help you get organized, get your financial record keeping as you receive those payments from your clients in order and into an accounting system so that you can see how much money you're making each month and strategize on how you would like to grow your business. I also have some CFO consulting services that once you get after you get started and you're really trying to amp things up and really grow, we can strategize together and I can help you figure out places where you can cut your costs, places where you can grow your business. Sometimes that includes analyzing your pricing to make sure that you're not shortchanging yourself and you're charging an adequate amount for your services. That's a big one where a lot of people they miss an opportunity to really make their sales because they maybe just don't even have the right pricing um, in order. And eventually, I will be offering some business tax services. Uh, I don't have that yet, but that will be coming soon. And you can find me online at thechiccpa.com and also on Instagram at thechiccpa. Oh, I like that name. It's really cute. (laughs) Thank you. I just wanted to blend my love of beauty and fashion while also being a boss CPA. It's not common that we have these kind of more lively, 
personalities in the accounting world. You know, I'm sure most people think it's very boring and corporate and stuffy. And I'm like the total opposite of that. So I just really wanted to blend the two worlds. And I just thought that was the perfect name. Yes, because you have a background in makeup artistry, right? Yes. I I started my career in accounting and I just felt so... I don't want to say dead inside, but I mean, I kind of just was not really feeling passionate about it. And I always have been naturally inclined with beauty. I've always shaved my own eyebrows, did my own hairstyling. I've cut my own bangs before. I used to do my own acrylic nails. And I just have just a very natural talent to kind of learn things and do them well in the beauty world. So I finally decided to do makeup artistry as kind of an outlet from my very stuffy, accounting life. And it was really refreshing. And it really led me into learning how I could merge these two worlds. So after doing that, I also worked in accounting at a at Guess at a big um, corporate fashion company. And I learned in that role how to kind of merge at least fashion and accounting. And then I just, with the whole pandemic, I actually was furloughed and I took this opportunity to be like, let's do it. And how can I merge these two worlds? And I thought, what better way than to help other uh, beauty and fashion professionals that are equally passionate about those things as I am, but then really give them that competitive edge to grow their business by supporting them in their business finances. Well, I think that's awesome because, you know, like as you said, sometimes accounting and CPA can be boring. But ladies, she have a beauty background. So go to her, talk to her, go to the chiccpa.com, check out her website. Um, she's there for you. She has all the beauty industry and fashion background so she can help you better with your services and your business. And Christian, it was a pleasure having you on Black Girls Blade today. And I wish you so much success on your business and your accounting and everything else that you have to offer. Yes. Thank you so much, Keisha, for having me. It was so fun. And I'm so excited to see your Black Girls Blade podcast grow as well. Thank you, and we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you, Keisha. Thanks for joining us this week on Black Girls Blade. Make sure to visit us at our website at www.blackgirlsblade.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Blade and never miss an episode. See you again in two weeks for more tips, tricks, strategies, conversations, and interviews.